guys. Welcome to the Cultivate and Keep podcast. I'm Jeremy and this is Corey and this is where we talk about what we are learning, what we are studying in the Bible and what is new with our businesses. And today is one of our favorite episodes, our mid-year review. That's right. We made it. Actually, it's a little bit later than the mid-year. Yeah, we are late, but um I didn't even I like thought about it at the end of June and then I forgot about it and then you mentioned it and I was like, "Oh, duh." Mm-hmm. So, it's time. Um we usually our format is we go over sort of what's gone well, what hasn't gone so well, and what we've learned. Um, and, you know, we'll do like a end of year review. We also do like a mid-year review. And mm-hmm. it's always interesting. I was, I was looking up back at my notes from 2020. Mm. And it's just such a weird exercise to go through just to like see what has changed, how mm-hmm. I feel about my last updates, how I feel writing the current updates, mm-hmm. trying to sort of piece together some thoughts on like, how do I process like, how things are going right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always a really valuable exercise, you know, regardless, but glad to be able to share as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun to look back at the start of the year when we do, um, you know, goals for the year, kind of the, the vision and plan. It's kind of fun to see like what we wrote down and where we're at, you know, like a good measuring stick. So yeah, I think I'm doing well, Corey. We'll see who's winning me or you. I think you're winning. I think you're winning this, this I don't year. Know, for Corey. Sure. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, how do we want to kick it off? You want to just, um, start with the first section and, uh, kind of ping pong back and forth. Yeah. We'll go with, uh, what's gone well. All right. Um, for me, uh, I would say the, the best thing so far has probably been, you know, I'll open with this one. Uh, we're having a son. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to drop the bomb like just that. Just going for it. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. So that's exciting. Um, dude, yeah. this is, here's the, the official announcement. It's happening. Yeah, not um, gonna bury the lead at all. Just, just straight to business. Yep. We uh, we weren't planning to have a kid yet. Uh, we were gonna start planning or start trying at the end of the year. So happened about six months early. So not a huge um, uh, surprise, you know. But you know, so exciting. Um, kind of funny because I always tease you because if you guys don't know, Corey <laughs> uh, was a pleasant surprise, as they say. Uh, his parents did not plan him, um, and I pulled the same stunt. So there we go. I guess I had that it's karma. Yeah, yep. exactly. <laughs> Comes around, goes around. No, but we're excited. Um, I think uh, for me, <clears throat> like Connie really wanted to start trying it by the end of this year, and I like wasn't in that spot. I was like, oh, maybe we'll talk about it. You know, come December, January, like, we'll talk about when we'll start trying. But like, for sure, not then. Um, but she was more adamant about like really wanting to start at the end of this year, and so. I'm actually a little bit glad it kind of just happened because mm. I don't think I would have ever said, yes, let's do it. I think I would have always said, eh, let's put it off. Or like, I'm not ready yet. Yeah. And so yeah. it kind of just happened. Um, but I'm really excited. Um, a lot of things have changed like since then. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's really, it's going to be fun. I'm really excited to be a dad and I'm stoked. I'm having a son. So it's going to be one cool kid. I'll tell you that right now. Watch out. Oh yeah. He's going to be really cool and also really annoying. He's going to be already. really short. He's going to have a big pointy <laughs> nose. Um, yeah. I mean, between me and Connie, he's not have height in his favor. He's going to be in trouble. So Maybe not, yeah. But hopefully he'll be really smart, good with his words, charming. Mm. Um, and hopefully he looks like Connie. So that's kind of what I'm <laughs> what I'm hoping for. And then he can be successful like you, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. My, temper- my temperament and Connie's looks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I, uh, I was just thinking the other day. So, you know, I was reading your notes beforehand. And it reminded me of when you Facetime me, <laughs> and I just had like no idea. And then he dropped the bomb, and I was just like stunned because Dude, Corey's reaction was <laughs> by far the best of anyone. I mean, he was more surprised than I was. I mean, he would text oh, me every man. like day or two, like saying, "Dude, you're having a son, or are you having a boy?" Or it's just the craziest thing to me. Yeah, I don't know what it is too, but I think um, 
maybe it's just like me getting old, but like things like blow my mind recently. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I can't even believe it. Uh, and it's stuff like that. Um, like having baby or like, just like, like scientific things, like, <laughs> sounds so dumb. but I'm just like astonished yeah. and it's like a hundred percent real. There's no like embellishment at all. But, uh, yeah, I was just so shocked and I couldn't even believe like you guys having a kid, not that it was like uncomprehendable, but just mm-hmm. that it was actually happening and exactly. that was real. Yeah. No going back. So no going back. Um, so things going well. Uh, due date is December twenty seventh. Okay, so we'll see if that changes. Um, Could yeah, be a everything, baby. everything's healthy and looking good. <clears throat> yeah, so it's nuts, all the normal stuff now. Doctor appointments and you know, getting ready, getting the room ready, and starting to get you know some stuff. And yeah, it's getting crazy. Oh, it's weird. So. Yeah, does it? Uh, um, I guess, yeah, it's more like a third trimester where you like really start showing, really mm-hmm. start, you know. So you guys are getting close. Yeah, she's be like 19 weeks on Monday. On Monday. So. Yeah, wow. Well. Yeah. She, but we're, I mean, we're halfway there. Yeah. She's showing now for sure. Like if mm-hmm. she's not wearing clothes that hide it, I mean, she has a good size little bump going. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is this like the official announcement? Like you guys haven't really like posted. I don't think we're going to take an official own, post. Yeah. Um, well, this is it. Yeah, this is kind of it, I guess. I mean, we're like telling people it's not like <laughs> right. private anymore, you know, until I think the first, uh, like the first, what, the first month we, you, we didn't really tell anyone besides like family, cl- close friends. But mm-hmm. yeah, this is, I guess, the announcement. We're not going to take a Facebook post, but we're, in a, we're we're both not like big posters. So yeah. 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 Nuts, man. I mean, life's about to get a lot different. It's mm-hmm. about to be uh, a whole new chapter. So mm-hmm. excited, uh, excited for you guys. Super happy for you guys. And um, yeah, there'll be... Uh, yeah i'm just um it's gonna be a whole new thing so 2022 here you go i know <laughs> well, that's my first one Corey. wow that was the first one mm-hmm. what else has been going well yeah, let me taper it down a little bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah bring, bring uh, us back down and besides that uh, business has been going really well um wonder event so we've uh as of like i think two or three weeks ago we've officially tripled in size since when we first uh took over in august of 2018 so that is exciting. Um, it's fantastic. Our goal was last year to hit that that milestone, but with COVID, you know, everything kind of <clears throat> took a step back. But yeah, we set a goal this year, uh, like a revenue goal, and we hit it in I think um, beginning of July. So we will for sure like, surpass that goal. But yeah, I mean, business is going really well. Um, I'm like, super excited about that. Uh, I guess I, I mean I feel like now I finally have a business. Like I, I feel mm. like I. I really don't have a job anymore, if that makes sense. I mean, I have weekly responsibilities and I have to do a good amount of work to keep things going. But um, just the way we've been running things recently, like I, I, again, I have a business, which is super exciting. It's been my goal since we started. Um, I don't know, I'm just grateful. I'm thankful. It's totally been worth it, the investments we've made so far in it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been fun to watch the business grow and kind of set some goals and watch them come to fruition. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah. I mean, that's no small feat. Like, Growth in any measure uh, is a feat in and of itself, but tripling, you know, I mean, you guys have basically, uh, you know, like reversed sort of like the COVID uh, Mm -hmm. effect and you guys are full and swinging things and even going much, you know, these are like new heights, right? I mean, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I was listening to some podcasts the other day and they were talking about as an entrepreneur, like um, it seems like, I think I said, it's like you take what they say, like a 
in a, in a given week, you'll take, you know, one step forward and then five steps back. And so it feels kind of like every week, like you have some big step, like a big milestone where you're stoked, like you can conquer anything, you just feel mm. on top of the world. <laughs> and then several small things happen and then you take these steps back. And so I definitely feel that. Like, there are definitely times where I'm like discouraged. And um, I think like this last weekend, for example, I was like, man, like this is not going, you know what I'm saying? Like I was mm. feeling discouraged, but um, it's kind of up and down. Um, but I guess in a, in a big picture, when I look at just the numbers and where we've come from, we've tripled. And so that, that means we're taking steps forward. Things are going well. Um, so it, you know, it's, it's all in the right path. But you know, we are still seeing effects of COVID and we're still dealing with people that had to reschedule and uh, people, you know, a lot of people have credits on their account. We're having to apply now. And so we, we're definitely dealing with that. Um, also, a good chunk of the revenue for this year is from events that were booked last year and then, then that got pushed to this year. So right. um, it's not like a, a true form, I guess, of, you know, of new revenue for 2021. Um, but events that are, that are being executed this year, if you count those and yes, we've tripled in, in growth. Wow. So pretty yeah. nice. Yeah, I'm well super done. excited. It's been good. Now, now we have some like other decisions to make, you know, we need to, we're starting to look for another warehouse. We, um, mm. we, we have one leased right now, um, that we got in in May of 2019, but I mean, we're like at our brim. We need to find something new. And so our lease is up in May. And so our next big goal would be to buy a building. I really want to own something right now. We just, mm. we rent. And so really cool to own a good sized place and I want to warehouse hack it. So <laughs> kind of like we did it for a house. I want to, I want to get a good size warehouse and I want to rent part of it out to someone else yeah. to help pay down the mortgage. And then I want to use part of it for us. And so mm. that's probably gonna be our next goal for next year of looking to buy a place. So we'll see if we can do that, what, how that looks like. But, um, I've kind of dabbled so far and I think it's going to be doable. Mm. Other things that we need to buy another truck. So we're kind of looking at that right now, which is another big, big investment. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there's all good problems that come with growing, but, just it's interesting, like now seeing like some, you know, bigger decisions we have to make about yeah. owning a commercial property, and you know, the truck we want to get is like it's like a twenty-four foot like huge box truck with lift gate. I mean, all these like big things, and so it's exciting, but it's like a, a business. It's not you know, it's yeah. no longer like a small side hustle or little hobby. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, it's all things I've wanted. So it's good, and it's exciting, but I want to keep doing. I also want to make like good decisions. I don't want to be over leveraged. I think you know, one one way yeah. we survived COVID was. Uh, we we had a lean business, so we didn't have you know a bunch of car payments and big fancy stuff, and so we kept things lean. And so, I'm trying to not get excited and make like big decisions because things are going well right now. Because I do know things do up, go up and down, and um, things will probably change. And so I'm hoping mm-hmm. that it keeps going up, but I have to be realistic in that it won't always be like this. And so, yeah. you know, just decisions and kind of weighing the pros and cons, and and yeah, so. yeah. Uh, so that's May of 2022 would be sort of like. That's if we were going to do it, that's when we would. If yeah. not, it'd have to be another year. So yeah, yeah. We've, yeah. we've got a really good relationship going with our landlord. So I'm sure I could work something out with them if we wanted. A couple you know, extra months. Or yeah, something or so, like I'm sure they would work it out with us. But that would be the, I guess, the time we would do it. Hmm. So that's pretty exciting. I've, uh, I don't know a whole ton, but I've heard a few stories about, um, you know, people who, you know, basically like, there's like uh, this whole post about like the Amazon sort of strategy about how they basically turned like every like cost item into like a profit center for them. Mm -hmm. So they like, um, turn like monetized every expense. And, uh, so like if you look at Amazon, they had like, well, it's like the world's most popular website. Like they created their own hosting and then they created AWS. And now it's like a $2 trillion business in and of itself, you know, under Amazon. And then like a whole whole bunch of people do this with, uh, you know, anyone who has like offices or storage or, uh, warehouses, you know, if you end up buying it, then that can be a huge asset for the business mm-hmm. and or personally. And yeah. so it's like a huge, uh, you know, turn that expense into 
uh, an asset, yeah. liability into an asset. Yeah, no, it's funny. When we first started, I was adamant about not renting the space. I, I just didn't want to do it. I remember talking with Mark Bailey, and he was saying, like, look, dude, you have to start renting. He kind of said, like, look, what's going to happen is, let's say you go buy something, you're going to think too small, you're going to buy too small of a mm. space, and then before you know it, you're going to outgrow it. Right. Um, he said, you know, take a couple years, just rent. He's like, you'll find out that it's not, like, that big of an expense. The business will afford it. Um, but then he said, you, you know, you'll learn, like, where you want to be, what, what's the best location for access to the freeway, or what, you know, what's what's the wrong size uh, loading dock or too small, whatever. You'll uh, learn right. all these things. Yeah. And so uh, that was good advice. We've f- figured that out. And so now mm. would be the next time to do it. Um, and Mark would know because yeah. <laughs> he's the commercial real estate exactly. king. Exactly. And yeah. that was really good advice. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm hoping we can pull it off. But anyway, we'll, we'll see what happens. So the, the thought would probably be to, like, get a much, I guess not much bigger, but definitely, like, a larger space oh, yeah. thing you would need. One, because you want to sort of warehouse hack, but also, two, because then you have room to expand into it as well. Yeah. If you grow I think we would have at least double. Right now, we have a 3,000-square-foot warehouse, um, which is pretty big, but we're, like, again, to the brim. So I would at least want to double that. And, I mean, ideally, like, my long-term unrealistic goal <laughs> would be to have a big old warehouse, and then in the front, I want to have, like, a showroom or some kind of, like, office oh, space. Yeah. And yeah. my, like, goal would be to have, like, a storefront. So I would love to have, like, a coffee shop by day, like – maybe like wine bar by night or something like that or some kind of like co-working space where it's like, you know, clients can come and people can come work, whatever, some kind of like nice space. And then the back of it would be like a warehouse. So mm. some kind of like shopping center. I would love to be in like a cool spot like downtown La Mesa, you know, but I don't know. Maybe we'll just get some commercial space in Miramar. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, that's kind of the, the goal. So. Yeah. The, the next step mm-hmm. from the next step. Yeah. Exciting stuff. That's really fun. Yeah. Um, let's see what else, uh, you know, at the start of the year, we hired someone or not start in June, we hired someone full time to, you know, start running most of our events. So that's been another good payoff, which is kind of why I say more like a business, less like a job because I'm mm-hmm. spending way less time at the warehouse, less time on events. Um, since June, actually, I think I've only gone on two events, which has been great. Wow. So it's been about two months now. Yeah. Um, everything's going really well. He's doing an awesome job. That's been fun. It's a good streak. Um, around our house so we've slowly been putting our house together <laughs> when we uh when we moved in remodeled our house that was like we moved in in february and, and COVID hit in march and so our funds were se- severely affected mm-hmm. so we really like slowed down like we moved in and like didn't really furnish our home and so this year we've been like finishing things like getting things set up we got solar um got our backyard kind of uh, set up and just doing small things here and there and so uh, that's been that's been fun to kind of like decorate our home and kind of get it arranged. We still have work to do, but we're making progress. Um, uh, investments. I've made some good investments this year, which has been fun. Um, that's been good. I've talked talked a lot about that. So I don't have to spend a whole lot of time on that. Um, the last thing that's gone well is uh, we've we've done a good amount of giving this year. Just kind of um, small things here and there with people. Um, not so much like uh, through like a through the church, but more just people that we know helping them out and giving things here and there. And that's been a lot of fun. Yeah. I've it's been I'll talk more about it under what I've learned, but it's just been rewarding and it's been like freeing at the same time. You know, I feel like the more we give, the less I worry. And so mm. that's been another thing that's gone well. Um, besides that, you know, I have more things I could add, but that's the main bulk of what's been going on with us. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, great stuff. Those are those are huge items. Um, I have a a bunch of uh, a bunch that I'll try to you know kind of bullet point through here really quick. Um, first of all, it's consulting has been going really well with, uh, with Savvy Cal, my main consulting client. Um, I get asked all the time, you know, so what are you doing these days? And I always tell people I'm an entrepreneur of purgatory. I have one foot in consulting, one foot in my own business. And then I have to explain, okay, well, I'm sort of like the outsourced head of marketing for a software company called Savvy Cal. 
uh, helps you schedule meetings and stuff like that. But um, anyways, I, I started working with uh, Derek, the founder, back in November uh, of last year, sort of right after I struck out my own and left Barometrics. And um, it was a little bit of, you know, it's kind of scary doing something like that because he was very early stage. Um, he had like just launched, you know, I was still on my own. I didn't really know what it was like to really kind of do consulting or like freelance stuff out on my own. Um, but it's been going really, really well. Like it's, um, it's not really like another job because I don't work the same amount of hours. Uh, I only do it, you know, very part-time and it's, it's pretty like loose and flexible. Um, I'm like pretty spoiled because it's like really like the perfect, uh, situation. And I think the biggest thing is that it's just gone really well. And, um, it's made me think that like, I think one of the really big motivating factors for me is just feeling like I'm, I'm doing a good job. And I don't know if I'm like unique in that, but I was just like, I see a lot of the other people in jobs that they don't like, or that they, you know, maybe they don't like, they're not like the top of their sort of like field for whatever they're doing. And I just don't like that feeling. Like I don't know what I'm doing or I'm not as competent as I should be. I, I hate that. I think that's why I've actually struggled in some, uh, like I was the work when I worked at Subway or like Jamba Juice, like I will, <laughs> Corey at Subway. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. That's such a funny memory. And here's the thing was because I was a little bit more of like a perfectionist and, um, and I'm not just like a, let me just get this done as fast as I can. I'm like, let me chat with the customer and like, let me like put this together right and make it like look good. And so I was always the slowest one. And I hated that. Like I had such anxiety every day working like that because I just felt like I wasn't doing, you know, I wasn't very good at what I was doing. And, um, and so, you know, with whatever I'm doing, I've realized that it's pretty important for me to feel like I'm actually doing a good job and making a difference. And so it's been really fun. Like just seeing Savvy Cal, I think he'll be fine with me sharing this, but we've basically gone from zero to uh, low five figures in, um, and monthly revenue. So zero to, to mid, uh, six figures in revenue within the last nine months, seven months, eight months, something like that. Uh, and it's, it's been all because of sort of what I've done and that makes me proud. And, uh, and I'm just, you know, kind of glad to share that win because I don't think I've talked about it too much. It's sort of like, well, we're working on some things from the 2020 review and now I have, uh, more to share from that. Um, another big win for me has uh, been picking up a new hobby, which is pickleball. I don't know if we've even talked about pickleball Dude, that much. You've watched Survivor, obviously. Have you met yeah. Tyson yet? No, I don't think so. Okay. He's one of the OGs. Okay. But Tyson, I follow him on Instagram now, and he's like big time into pickleball. It's really, really funny. It's all he posts about. It's really funny. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So I, I know what it is. Yeah. I love pickleball. Dude, yeah. I want to come and just whoop you in that so bad. Really? Okay. Yeah, I'll give you the business, Corey. Well, let's go play. Yeah. Uh, we just got You got paddles. the reach on me, but I got the <laughs> lateral movement, you know? Right. Yeah. The quickness. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was feeling like in like January, February, I was really starting to get antsy. Like, all right, I'm done with this whole COVID thing. I need to get out. I need to be active. I need to play basketball. I need to do something. And I'd heard on a podcast that a couple of people talk about pickleball. It sounded really fun. It was sort of like, you know, a giant ping pong and I love ping pong. Uh, I've never been good or really played tennis, but you know, people are saying it's a lot more fun than tennis. And then, uh, one of my friends was like, Hey, have you guys heard of pickleball? And I was like, dude, I, um, I really want to play. So we started I think that's been since like March. And, um, I just found myself being like way happier, like since playing pickleball, which sounds so dumb, but like just having like a physical outlet 
that I can be like competitive and sort of just get outside. It's been like a huge breath of a fresh air. And, uh, I think like I need something like that mm-hmm. consistent where I can just be outdoors and do where something. do you guys go to play? Uh, we normally go to the Coronado K's park. Uh, so it's on the silver strand. Mm-hmm. It's just really kind of like remote spot, but it's really cool. nice. And uh, it no pay, one really pay knows to get in or is it public? It's public. Cool. Yeah. Sometimes you have to make reservations like on the weekends, but most of the time it's pretty free. Cool. And uh, what do you play with? Uh, I play with my friend, uh, Kyle and Kelia and then, uh, Monique and I will play, um, some other friends are sort of getting into it now, but like those are the t- main two friends that we play with. And I just got my friend, uh, Chris into it as well. Mm-hmm. And actually Derek from Savvy Cal is coming to San Diego. Um, I think the day that this publishes and, uh, we're all going to go play pickleball That's together. Cool. And, uh, um, so yeah, you know that, uh, Neil Hoffman's neighbor has a core at his house. Really? So, uh, Spencer and like Connor and Chris and some other guys play every Tuesday night. Oh no He's, way. he's been inviting me to come play for like a month and I haven't gone, but I love that. Yeah. It'd be fun. Yeah. We've always talked about doing some sort of like, you know, a tournament or like weekly thing. Um, cause it's, yeah, it's really easy. It's really fun. Um, but anyways, that's been a lot of fun and just like a big sort of I'm glad I have that, uh, going for me. Launched a new podcast. Everything is marketing. Um, that's been going pretty well. I'll share a little bit more about that, but you know, got out the door. That's an, another sort of achievement. Um, another one has been doing sort of, uh, private, I guess like private market investing, uh, with like, uh, angel checks and uh, like equity crowdfunding. So I've talked about it a bit before. I won't go too much into it, but, um, I was doing, I was doing the math cause I have a, you know, like a little record of everything. And I think I've made over 10 of those now. Um, which one is pretty fun. Just like, I love being in the loop. There's like, uh, you know, some perks to like, if you're a customer and, or like, uh, sort of like zoom calls about, you know, what's new roadmap, you sort of get like the insider information and stuff like that. So that's been a lot of fun. Um, I've been able to sort of like personally help a couple of them on like marketing fronts. So that feels good to just be sort of, uh, you know, bought in on, on the mission and being able to help them. And, uh, I really like it. I think it's a lot of fun. Like, it's sort of just like this, I don't know if it'll really pay off long-term. I think it probably will. And if I didn't, then I don't know why I would do it. But, uh, you know, it's still unknown. There's still some risk there. But it's been really fun. Um, and as a part of that, too, I've been getting to crypto, of course, and uh, even some some stock stuff as well. But uh, I feel like I've kind of, it's been like this red pill, blue pill kind of thing where, like, once you see it and in it, it just, like, changes your perspective. And now I like, can't go back. And, um, and I've sort of like cracked the code on this sort of like formula niche of like what I've been doing and I make about 300 bucks a month, um, and like quote passive income, mm, That's cool. um, which is like, no, it's not a ton, but like, I just reinvest that back into the principal amount and, mm-hmm. uh, it feels good to have something else. Um, uh, besides just like, you know, you buy the public stocks, you, you know, put subs in savings and this is like, dang, this money is like really working, mm-hmm. you know, it's, yeah. it's working hard for me. Um, past the one year swipe files anniversary, which is pretty nuts. Uh, so that was back in late April, early May ish, depending on, you know, sort of when I officially launched, but, uh, can't really believe it's only been like a year, a little bit over a year. Um, and still feels like I'm just getting started, but that was a big win and it's going well. As a part of that, right around then, I started. I hired a VA, and that's been going great. Actually, I, I definitely felt like a tangible difference with um, my email inbox, sort of overall organization. Um, recently, starting to roll out some like 
processes for like communicating with other people and doing sort of collaborations and just like really actually getting things to off of my plate. Um, and I think the big part of it too, is that, uh, it's, it's definitely new territory because for what I do, um, it's all based around me and like, and when you are the business, that's hard because like you're one person. And, uh, so it's not like traditional business where like you hire people to do certain things and, or, you know, they go out and you sort of delegate, like what happens when literally everything revolves around you, you have to find a way to extend yourself and like not let everything fall on your shoulders. And so hiring a a VA, Eliza, shout out to Eliza, uh, has been a great, just for like small things, but also just knowing like, okay, it's not just me. (laughs) Like someone else can catch if like there's a deadline coming up or something that someone needs from me. And then I'm not the bottleneck there. Um, and then uh, the final thing has been growing my Twitter following and just overall audience um, closing in on 12,000 followers, uh, just wrapping up on the Twitter growth challenge, which I epically failed by my own standards of trying to get to 25,000, but uh, I'll still take 12,000. Yeah, I failed time. too, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I failed to start. Yeah. Um, no, it's I started, but um, I barely got off the line, you know? It's tough. It's really tough. Um, I'm doing like a sort of like thread rounding up a lot of the learnings and, um, it's definitely, I mean, only a handful, maybe like 15 to 20 people of the hundred, like really tried and only about 10 of those, um, really got like, you know, good results. Um, I think five or six people doubled their following. And that was like, you know, the, the, the best that someone did basically. Um, so I wanted to go from, I don't know where I started at, 8,000, 7,000 to 25,000, which is like, okay, now I have like a benchmark of like, you know, usually you can double your following within three months-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously there are section exceptions, but i um, feeling pretty good. You know, it's, I think uh, one of the things I've been realizing is that really like having sort of like a following and audience is really like, it's just a huge asset. Uh, the other day, you know, our dog Remy had uh, eye surgery so that pr- to prevent him from going blind for what's called pigmentary keratitis and um, wasn't uncovered with insurance. Got a huge, you know, bill that we knew was coming, you know, but for about four grand. And uh, so I was like, you know, I'm just going to do like a one off. Uh, I'm going to offer, you know, to my audience uh, like a quick landing page audit and people can pay what they want. Um, and overnight made five grand and it was you able didn't tell to me that that's really no? cool no yeah and that's awesome. uh, so i basically took about three days and carved out just doing like these landing page audits and uh one guy i wrote his landing page for him and he paid me a thousand bucks and um a lot of it so was you just like, read the content for the page right yeah but all the other ones so i, I did 25 where i just recorded a 15 minute video of me rolling through like a checklist of how they can improve it and sort of my suggestions and then one of them, I actually wrote a new landing page for them. Um, but people pay between 100 and 300 bucks for each one. And you did it by donation, right? Or uh, did you give them a cost? I, I basically said $100 minimum, but they can pay. But pay what you, what you, yeah. what you feel. Most people pay at 100 bucks, though. Um, and, and overnight, made five grand and was able to you know pay off the loan. Actually, I actually had to pay it off like the first bills coming up uh, tomorrow, actually. And... Um, and then there's a little bit extra too. And I was just like, and most of the people, you know, I had them fill out a form and it was like, you know, love you and your work, like glad to support you. This is super helpful for me. Like appreciate you doing it. And I was just like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> like, um, 
it's just such a huge asset. So uh, I've been really thankful just for like that to me, like really kind of put the cherry on the top of like, yeah, I'm really grateful. Like this has been going really well. I think that I've, you know, people came out of the woodworks for just like been following you forever. I'm like, geez, I've literally never seen you, but like, oh yeah, they're paying hundreds of bucks for this mm -hmm. thing. And um, so that's been cool. And yeah, those are the, the main things for uh, what's been going well for me. That's cool. I think we're tied so far, so let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Okay. Um, now to the fun The fun part, one right? was not gone well. Uh, um, I got a couple. So um, uh, I said what has gone well for um, one of my things that went well was investing. Um, but I also have one investment that has not gone well so far. So mm. we invested um, in a like a new construction property in Encinitas at the start of the year. That's right. And um, everything's lining up. What has not gone well has been the like turnaround time. So mm. the projected time for the project was about... Uh, 12 to 15 months. So we invested, I think the very end of December of 2020 and we were supposedly supposed to get our like check at the, at the end of uh, January of 2022. Mm -hmm. So about 12 to 14 months. Uh, it is now August, what was it? August 6th, August 5th, August 3rd. <laughs> and we still, uh, they still have not even started to build yet. So they're still in plan really? check. Yeah. So it's out of their control, but basically they're waiting for the city to approve the plans. So it's been a huge bummer because uh, we put a decent amount of money into that and we were expect expecting a good return, which I think we'll still get, but um, it's going to be longer than we thought. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but you know, you like, I think one thing I've learned this year, which I may, I will get to, but something just don't go as you thought. Right. So um, that's okay. That's, we, that's part of why when we made the investment, we had to be okay with either a losing the money or B uh, you know, and not turn out how we thought it would be. So mm -hmm. um, I think it'll work out, but it's a matter of when. So yeah. That's, that's probably the, I mean, I feel like that's the hardest part about real estate in general is that even if there is like a return, it's not really like you can find decent returns, but if it takes longer, that kind of kills your return because mm -hmm. then your money's locked up and that sort exactly. of like, uh, reduces like the rate of exactly. return. Correct. Um, and so things like that can really just like kill the kind of the whole yeah. point of it. Yeah. So I think now, like, I think we're projecting it'll be done like probably a year from now. So probably next summer. Oh, wow. So I mean, we'll see what happens, but that's kind of yeah. like what we're thinking. So hmm. it's been a bummer, but is what it is. Do you think that you'll do something like that again? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah. Even though this one's taking longer. And mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. For sure. What, uh, you don't have to give like numbers, but like percentages, like what, what is the return you're expecting? This one was... Our investment was going to essentially double. So, oh, okay. It was a good, it was a really good one. That's yeah. part of why I'm okay. I, that's um, why I'm okay with it going longer. So yeah. it was a really unique deal. It was mm -hmm. a good one. So what if it, if it doesn't double ish, let's just say it, you know, it's like 150% return mm -hmm. or no. Yeah. Was that hundred percent or 150? Wait, I always get confused. That's why I said double. Cause I'm like, I don't know how to say this. hundred percent return would be double. So it's a, if it's a, 50% so return. So you get your money back plus 50%. Would you be happy with that? Or would that feel like, yeah. I'd be happy because that means I, I got my money back and then some. <laughs> right. I didn't lose. Well, but, yeah, well but, the question for me is, okay, um, what I think about is if it wasn't this investment, what other investment would have been greater? Yeah, so I, exactly. And since then, I don't think I've come across anything. Hmm. So, um, yeah. So I, mean, so I don't think we would have got anything better than this. Hmm. So they also, they also, um, it's like a secured investment. So no matter what, we won't, we will get our money back. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's backed and we won't like lose our money. So that's also a unique thing as well. Um, so yeah, I would for sure, I will do it again. So okay. it's a matter of when. Yeah. Well, appreciate you sharing that. 
Um, what else? Uh, reading consistently. So I've been reading. Um, I think I've read seven books so far, and I have two more I'm in the middle of right now. Um, but I've gone through these like spurts of like I'll read a book in like a week or a couple <laughs> days, and I won't read for, like a month. And so last year I was way better at just having like you know my set morning time when I'd read, and I was very good about that. And I've had like streaks of that this year, but for the most part I've not read consistently. Mm-hmm. So it's been a bummer. Um, I wish I had more time to to read and be better about that. I mean, I have the time as a matter of like of creating the space, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and this kind of leads into my next point, but also just like slowing down. That was kind of one of our themes for this year excuse me um we just had not slowed down i mean our life has continued to to be busy um but i'm i'm like stuck on this one because i like what we've accomplished and i think like to accomplish much you got to do a lot and like i want to accomplish a lot so that's a hard one it's like i i really want to slow down connie like for sure wants to slow down but it's um it's hard like it's you know you know how it goes i mean you have priorities and you have things you want to do and so it's been it's been a hard one for me, Vic, I guess dealing with that one of how do we slow down but still make progress, and so it's been hard. But I'm not like discouraged about it, but I want to be aware of it. Which again, why I like these mid mid year reviews because it takes time to kind of sit down and look at what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's kind of again it kind of ties in with, with slowing down. But part of what we wanted to do this, this year was um, in slowing down was have more time at home and create more uh, like fun ac- activities around our house. So we we built this big old garden and we got a chicken coop I mean, all these things, <laughs> and they just fail miserably i mean uh. mainly because i mean connie got pregnant and so uh when we when i built the the garden and i set up the whole coop i told her look like these are going to be your like things you like manage like you yeah. take care of the chickens and you do the garden i'll build it i'll get it set but you got to do it and then literally like a month after the garden was built we got chickens she got pregnant and so she was like i'm not going out there you know early in the morning to get chicken eggs and yeah. pluck the garden whatever and so i've been in charge of it and i have too much going on so i've just yeah. um it hasn't really worked out so we still have the chickens we're actually giving them away uh this week so i'm like mm-hmm. you know what forget this i'm over it um, I don't want to take care of them anymore. And then the garden, <laughs> we're going to keep the garden, but we're going to like, um, we've gotten some stuff from it for a while. I was making salads. So that was all coming from my garden, which is cool. Oh, yeah. My lettuce, right. tomato, onions. That was kind of fun. And then we had some squash, um, but pretty much everything else, the dogs like a or whatever stuff just died. And, and then like about a month ago, I just stopped maintaining it. So I've been watering it, but like everything's overgrown and stuff's kind of gone bad. And so, yeah, yeah. um, we're actually hired, we're actually, um, sponsoring some kids to go to camp and we're going to have them come like clean out the backyard but they're gonna basically rib out the garden and i'm just gonna uh, put new soil in and just let it sit and then Mm. we're gonna plant some new stuff and so we'll keep the garden but chickens work on table for now i think after (laughs) um like once we have our baby and things kind of get back to normal and connie's like full time just like home we'll probably get some more chickens but yeah for a while it was good because we were getting connie likes the like pasture raised like organic like expensive eggs and uh we, we get about three eggs a day and so it was working but what happened was uh, one of I think what it's called, but there's one of our chickens. It like it does not get off the egg. So it'll lay an egg, and then if other chickens lay eggs, it like sits on them. There's a name for it. Hmm. Um, I forget what it's called, but basically, if you don't get the eggs every morning, the chicken will base. I'm not sure what happens to them, but they like, disappear. They're they're not there. So what? It's, it's the weirdest thing. Sometimes they're smashed. Other times they're just gone. I mean, I have no idea. It's super weird. It's bizarre. <laughs> I think I think they the chicken does it because it thinks the eggs are gonna are they're gonna hatch. I think is what, is what they expect. I don't know how it huh. works, but um so after a while i'm like dude i'm like i'm i'm freaking like taking care of these chickens like feeding them you know giving them water every single day and i'm getting like one egg every couple of days like forget uh, this yeah. so that's part yeah. of why i've stopped but Bad this is a, a really small thing to put on my list of what has not gone well <laughs> but i wanted to mention it because part of our thing for the year again has been slowing down mm. 
and this is one of the things we wanted to do, and yeah. Yeah, it just hasn't gone well. But, mm. I mean, we tried, and we'll probably do it again, but uh, sometimes you got to swing and you miss, you know? So Swing and miss, and that's all right. Well, yeah, if those, if those are the worst things that haven't gone well, then uh, that's okay. I think you're you're all right. Uh, for me, a couple of things are <laughs> much more uh, dramatic. Real? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, not just real, but... <laughs> Um, a little bit higher stakes, but, uh, I think in, I think I met, you know, sort of mentioned it, but like January, February, you know, it's kind of like, I wouldn't say that I was experiencing burnout, but I was like getting antsy and feeling like not as comfortable anymore and definitely a little bit less motivated. And I think that's, that started to like kind of slowly, uh, like increase over time, I, I guess, because by like May and June, I like, I think I really experienced some burnout for the first time. I don't really know if I like really wanted to like acknowledge that at the time, but it was like really hard to get things done and like really hard to feel positive about what I was doing. And uh, I was like, I wanted to get these things done, but I just like did not have it in me to do it and have really low energy. And, um, so, you know, from that, I've tried to been really intentional about, uh, slowing down a little bit, giving myself a break, um, not putting so much on my shoulders, trying to like juggle less things, <laughs> delegate more, uh, which my VA has been, um, a huge part of that. And, uh, and just like lower my expectations a little bit as well, but that was hard. Um, that was definitely like a, a tough kind of like period and I'm uh, glad to be out of that now. Definitely last month, like July was kind of like a recovery period and now feeling really like energized again. Um, part of that too has been, I've been really bummed about, uh, you know, when I left Barometrics, my my overall goal since really since like I, I started working at Cordial and like finding this whole you know world of software and tech and uh, and SaaS software as a service, like that was like my dream. Like, like this is what I want to do. I want to start a software company. I want to like this is what I ultimately want to build towards and found a software company. And um, so me and a friend started loosely talking about doing something like that and trying to drop plans, then I left Barometrics and was thinking that that would happen, you know, sort of in the near future from that time. And it just wasn't, just wasn't realistic given where each of us was at. And, um, so I've been pretty bummed about not like really making, not making any progress because we've made progress through exploring ideas. We just haven't like built anything yet. And, um, and so now sort of like being in August and coming up on like the one year anniversary from when I left Barometrics and Which having so crazy thing about, Oh yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. And then like having nothing to really show for to myself, you know, feels like a bummer and um, it's fine. Like it's pretty out of my control. Like, I don't know if I would really do anything different. That's something I could do differently, but you know, if I'm looking back to like, you know, how I wanted things to go and just what I thought things were going to be like, it's definitely not, how I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's just the reality of it. Um, in a similar vein, uh, podcast growth has been really, really slow for my other two podcasts, Default Alive, where it sort of chronicle my journey with Swipe Files and Everything's Marketing, which is the interview show to, to market Swipe Files. And, uh, and podcasts are just really hard to grow, <laughs> as we know very intimately, having done this for, you know, three, three-ish years now. I think actually we're coming up on our three-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, Podcasts are a great way to engage the people who do listen, but it's an incredibly hard way 
to get more people mm-hmm. to listen and to, to build an audience. And um, so I sort of had these grand, you know, dreams, plans about, you know, getting thousands of downloads per episode and sort of having like a really successful set of podcasts on the side. And initially, sort of like the initial spike was pretty promising and that like completely tapered off. And, uh, and I haven't had like really the time or focus to really like try to move that up. And it's also, it's hard. It's a podcast, mm-hmm. but I have to be honest, it didn't go as I planned. Um, I also sort of, uh, started another project called help a creator. RIP. RIP. Um, I made some decent progress, got a lot of excitement around it, built up a good kind of early access list and then just didn't have what it took to actually launch it. And I wanted to launch it sort of well. And I just knew that I couldn't and kept delaying it. Um, sort of loosely, uh, maybe planning later on partnering with someone else to sort of like hand it over to them and, or have like a small role in something like that it would basically be the same idea. Um, but for now I'm like closing the door on that. I'm, I was feeling really guilty about, I think that actually might've contributed to some of my burnout a little bit, like mm-hmm. juggling that and then feeling like, Oh, this thing isn't going well. And then like, so thousands going well because of that. And, and then like feeling guilty, like feeling like I'm a failure. And so I've moved past it now. RIP is sort of done with, but, uh, not every project is successful and not everything sort of works out. Um, and on the note on swipe files, I want it. So my, my goal for this year has been to get a thousand paid members, what I call a thousand true fans based on the Kevin Kelly, uh, essay around sort of making a living online. And, um, so I wanted to be, you know, basically I need like, uh, what does it work out? It's like 83 to a hundred, you know, new members per month to get to, a thousand on average, mm-hmm. right? By the end of, by the end of the year, uh, today I'm at around three fifty. Um, so definitely not where I want to be member wise, revenue wise, it's been going really well. Um, this last month was a, a bit of a down month, but it's sort of across the board in July. It's, you know, mainly down for a lot of, uh, software and content businesses, but you know, I want it to be around 600 by this time, even mm-hmm. 700. Uh, I think that I'll, I might not, not even need to actually hit a thousand with some of the plans I have to, uh, add more to the membership and then eventually charge more for it. But I'm not on track to hit a thousand true fans. If I would, that would be insane. Um, that'd be like a huge sort of bump. And I think that I will get a a big bump towards the end of the year with, um, uh, black Friday and cyber Monday. And just like the end of the year, people are buying stuff using, you know, using, uh, Mm -hmm. learning development budgets, stuff like that. But, uh, behind schedule for sure. Um, and then lastly, it's, uh, it's been, it's been weird to think about because it really has just been like kind of flown by, but we have done a terrible job of attending church (laughs) this year. Like Mm. I could probably count the number of times that we actually made it like on my hand. It's not very many times. That's been a, you know, earlier, earlier in the years, mainly because of COVID and masks restrictions mm-hmm. um us not feeling really motivated to like do the whole thing and uh be able to get out the door and then we've had trips we've had family functions we've had uh you know a couple sicknesses with covid and stuff like that um you know some days just wasn't sort of meant to be <laughs> feel you know wake up on the wrong side of the bed uh but we definitely failed at that and so we're making a really conscious effort now to uh make that a priority for the rest of the year all right, so if you stop coming, <laughs> I have permission to... Yeah, for sure. Beautiful. Also, yeah. 
but that's it for me. Lots of things that haven't gone well, if I'm being honest. I had a question for you a while back. Um, I think it was on starting your SaaS. Do you think you'll st- you'll put like a deadline on that when you want to jump by, or I guess what's the next step to make sure you don't just continue consulting, but you at some point you do make the leap to start your own your mm-hmm. own SaaS. Yeah, I mean, really, it just comes down to uh, to like starting to build something. Um, so we're in early stages now of actually starting to sort of write our first lines of code and actually decide on a, an idea to pursue. Uh, so not a ton I can talk about yet or right now, but, um, we're actively working to have something to show, uh, by the end of the year. So that's no longer in kind of like the holding pattern and I'm pretty excited about that. Cool. All right. What have we learned? The last one. Um, I had a couple of things. Um, I mentioned this, uh, I think, under what's been going well. But one of the things I've been learning about and just kind of, I guess, feeling satisfied with has been, um, you know, being giving and being generous. Um, like I said, just, I think I've experienced like a, a freedom and a joy with that that I never understood or never thought I would experience. Um, like normal, normally when I think about like uh, growth, where I want to be, finances, investments, um, I'm very like thoughtful about it. I'm, you know, uh, it makes me worry a lot of times. You know, I'm very... Um, it, it can easily consume my mind. And when giving comes into the equation, like you would think that it's going to be so much easier just to like not give, right? Cause you're, you know, you're worried about <clears throat> you know, how things are going to look and whatever. Um, but I, I've just been learning, dude, the more I give, like the better I feel, which is kind of weird. I, mm. just, I feel free of like money. I feel like unconconcerned about it. I feel like it's right in my like soul and in my heart to, to give. And so that's been a fun experience this year. Um, I think I'm, I may have mentioned at the start of this year that we, we did plan and we wanted to work to be more generous this year. Um, but it's been cool just to kind of watch it happen, you know, so opportunities come up where we do it, you know, um, even something like the, you know, helping send some kids to camp, like, yeah, we're getting something out of it, but like, I mean, we don't even think about it. Like, yeah, sure. Come over work. We have some stuff for you to do, you know, mm-hmm. like we'll create work so that way you, you guys can get money for camp kind of thing. So things like that, it's just fun. It's good. I mean, even when it comes to giving to where there's like nothing that we get in return, like a, whatever we're gonna do, whatever they're going to do for us around the house. But even like time just purely giving, it's still been good. It's been satisfying. Mm. It's been fun. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I read a book at the start of the year called Dream Big. Um, and Bob Goff, right? Yeah, Bob Goff. Um, and I don't know, I've just been thinking a lot about that book the last couple of months. Huh. Um, I've been thinking about it because, um, I mean, it really is what the book is titled, Dream Big. I mean, it's really about having, you know, big goals, you know, being thoughtful about things you want to accomplish and then opening up your eyes and mind to the idea that you really can do those, do those, do those things. And so, I don't know, I've just been thinking about like our business and, uh, kind of like realizing the goal that we, that we've hit of, of tripling our business. Like that's like, that's a big milestone. So I've just been thinking about like, wow, like that's super cool. Like we've wanted something that we've like saw it, like we've you know we've saw it come to, to happen and um now i'm just thinking like what's the next thing we're going to do like what's the next thing we can dream big about and so mm-hmm. um i, I put it under learning is more of like a realizing right i'm realizing that like, these things are true and they can be true for me too so mm. it's been cool um and then the last thing i put this under learning as well but actually i haven't learned it yet which is kind of funny but um <laughs> something you want to learn yeah well more just like the downsides of not doing this but mm. um i talked about like slowing down but also we really want to we really want to live uh, with intention we really want to be like d- be d- deliberate in the things that we do and things we spend our time on and we haven't been doing that great of a job at it um but i put under learning because i guess just like really acknowledging that like we yeah. really know how important this is and we we recognize like when it's lacking like it this it shows in our lives and so hmm. um i haven't learned this one yet it's in progress <laughs> i put a little <laughs> in progress tag by it but yeah like wanting to live with intention seeing the benefits of that so yeah. 
Um, I don't have anything like specific and tangible into this category, more just like broad topics I'm sharing with sharing with you guys. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's been some things I've le- been learning. Yeah, well, learning, right? Not learned. Yeah, exactly. So I think that 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 fits. Uh, yeah, for me, I, I have a couple of, like big themes as well that'll go over fairly brief, but um, tied to some books loosely. Uh, I think one of the big ones has been um, I've just been still really on this whole uh, sort of like work ministry intersection and like how the two connect, especially with like life and sort of what are the lines? Are there lines? Um, how do you integrate all these things? And uh, through books like garden city by John Mark Comer, it's just really kind of changing my perspective around what it means to work and what that looks like. And uh, sort of how, you know, what is our, our job and like how does work become a ministry, especially so I've been learning and thinking a lot about how to treat work more like a ministry for myself, for the people around me, for sort of like the extraneous effects of being able to give or be generous or, um, you know, connect with certain people, uh, help out in certain ways, offer my, you know, services and stuff like that. Even like, um, you know, I haven't shared a ton about it, but, uh, my, my uncle, uncle Dave, uh, shout out to him a while back, maybe almost two years ago. Um, he sort of shared that he wanted to create uh, and sell an ebook on building fake rocks, but he does professionally. And uh, so I helped him set up a, a website, you know, the whole platform to start selling, gave him some, you know, tips and tricks around email marketing and social media and sort of funnels and <laughs> all the, all the things that I think and, and breathe about all day long. And uh, he's made over 20 grand since then. From his ebook? Yeah. Wow. And uh, now he's creating courses and he's creating like a whole platform around it. What's your cut? (laughs) Zero. (laughs) And that's exactly sort of like the the point is seeing it more as a ministry. Mm -hmm. Like I think it's been cool to realize, um, you know, I think I, I think I I really, I was sort of doing like some soul searching around like, what, why am I so interested in this marketing thing? And ultimately it's because I'm, I'm really interested in helping people with their businesses and, uh, and most of the time that comes down to how do we get more business? How do we grow? And uh, I really, really love that. And, and for me, it doesn't, you know, it's not like I have to like give away material or uh, supplies or it doesn't, it costs me, you know, time and expertise and like some care. Yeah. And, uh, and so it's cool that I get to kind of give that away. So I've been doing a lot more, um, you know, we, we were on the Sent 315 podcast with uh, Kevin Miller and I sort of talked about how I've been trying to be more intentional about leaving like these digital clues about who I am and trying to be more open about my faith and uh, just being really, really kind to people through work. So that's been mm-hmm. a, a kind of a big theme um, sort of related to that. I was reading, I've been reading uh, effortless by Greg McEwen who wrote uh, essentialism before that. And uh, one of the big kind of unlock unlocks from that was, you know, he just said like, you know, what if it were easy? <laughs> like work doesn't have to be, or it shouldn't have to be all just like a grind and super hard. And, uh, he's all about like making things more enjoyable, you know, trying to, I think through this whole like burnout kind of journey too, I was just like, how do I learn to like enjoy what I'm doing and like enjoy like the journey rather than like aiming for the destination all the time. And, uh, so I've been really, really in- intentional about trying to learn like one, like finding sort of like the, the joy of like the craft and the mastery of doing something, but also just like making my life a little bit easier in the things that I do. It doesn't have to be like this. I must sit down and crank out words and being so like, uh, 
even actually John Mark Comer, one of the chapters of Garden City is, um, I am not a machine. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I feel seen. Like, I just feel like I have to be a machine. And that's not entirely true at all. Um, and then the last one has been uh, Thinking in Bets by uh, this lady named Annie Duke, who is a professional poker player. And it's not about poker. It's about sort of probabilistic thinking and sort of like this whole mindset about approaching decisions in life as a series of bets. And uh, it's really just spoken to like how I see the world and um, think about things and uh, not just like confirming what I already thought, but like building on top of it. And uh, so there's a lot of really neat like frameworks in there about um, just like reading people, weighing options, like actually digging into like the nerdy like numbers and statistics about outcomes and stuff like that. So that's been another kind of learning uh, avenue for me. It's cool. Yeah. Should I read that book? You think worth it or no? Um, I don't know. I'm about halfway through. I found the first few chapters to be like, "Whoa, I love this. And it's kind of slowed down since then. I think it's still good, but it's not like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I think I need to finish the book before I can really recommend it as like, you should absolutely read this. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that wraps it. That wraps it. Um, Let us know what you think. That's our mid-year review. I encourage you guys to do the same. Again, we just go over what's gone well, what hasn't gone well, and what have we learned. It's very loose, very informal. But uh, let us know what you think. You can DM us on uh, Instagram or Twitter if you find us there. Email us, shout us out on Facebook, somewhere, anywhere. Um, and if you can support the podcast, uh, leave us a review. That would go a long way. More reviews, the more people will find us and discover us and help us grow the podcast. As we talked about, growing a podcast is super, super hard. So a small thing like that goes a long way. Of course, share with a friend, subscribe uh, if you're not already, and we'll see you in the next one. 